Hi, my name's Lou, and today I'm going to be reading the internet for you. Why? Well, why not? And today's what is going to be a delightful trip back to the threads of reddit.com. And in particular, we'll be reading from the Ask Reddit subreddit. But before we get started with the reading, let's just clear up a little bit of podcast business. As always, there are some magnets available. So if you would like a Lou Reads magnet, please email me at loureads at gmail.com with your address, and I will be happy to send you a magnet anywhere around the globe. And all I ask in return is that you send me a photo. And besides that, of course, as I always ask, and some people do, please, if you have a chance, rate the podcast on iTunes and wherever else you download podcasts from. I'm very close to getting 300 actual ratings on the podcast on iTunes. I'm about 19 star ratings away from 300 ratings on the podcast on iTunes and about 30 written reviews away from 200 written reviews, which is, uh, again, arbitrary numbers. They don't mean anything, but uh, they're exciting to me. So if you get a chance and you want to write something nice about the podcast, please do. If you don't want to write something nice about the podcast but still like the podcast, please consider giving the podcast five stars on iTunes and whatever other podcasty resources you like. And as always, please be sure to tell everyone you know and love about the podcast because they need to know about terrible things too. Anyway, with that out of the way, let's get right back to the reading. So as I said, we'll be reading from the Ask Reddit subreddit of reddit.com and in particular this ask reddit was posted by knife underscore ninja four years ago and the post was entitled what's your best troll dad story and the op goes like this my dad convinced us that pepper was spicy enough to melt butter after trying it he would then prompt us to feel the heat coming from the pepper this of course led him to smashing our hand down on the butter and laughing i think i was like 10 when he did it to me edit our dads are dicks. And the next post is by user deleted. And it goes like this. My dad used to take packets of ketchup from fast food places and make a small tear at the top of the packet. Then place a packet under each nub of the toilet seat so when the next person sat down, they got squirted in the back of the legs. He then waited outside the door and took a quick photo of the pissed off person opening the door when they were done cleaning up. He'd mix it up. Not do it for a few weeks and do it several times a day. It got to the point you just lifted the seat to look every time you had to go. But then he'd get us at neighbors and friends' houses. He has a photo album in his study of hundreds of pictures of us kids and family in various states of distress at bathroom doors flipping him off. There's a complete stranger in there, too. From a time he tried to get me at McDonald's and booby-trapped a stall, but I went to another one instead. Some poor sucker got nailed, and Dad took a picture anyway and ran. I mean, literally ran. We all lolled hard from our table to see him bolt. Related, when I was little, I guess my mom forgot to flush the toilet once, and it was all red in there from... You know, that time of month. I went in there, brackets, about age five, and started freaking out about blood in the toilet. My dad came in and was like, quote unquote, oh, no biggie. That happens when your mom eats tomatoes. And I was like, awesome. I checked the toilet for years after that to see her magical red tomatoes in the toilet. But it never happened again. And Tigerith writes, related, when I was eight, my mother got her period and did the same thing. I went in and came back out and asked why there was blood. My mom said that all girls bleed once a month when they get older and that was natural. I being eight and thinking that girls weren't as good as boys started to laugh. My dad came in on the conversation at that point, told me not to laugh hard because when I hit 10, I'd leak blood out of my pee pee. They let me believe this for six hours. 
and I rage a lot writes. When my brother was about six, my dad pulled him aside with two eggs. He took my brother and told him he was going to smash it on his head. My brother freaks, dad chases him around the house, nabs him, smashes the egg on his head. There is no mess. It doesn't even really come apart, just cracks. My dad showed him it's just a gag. It's been boiled. He hands my brother the other egg and says, quote unquote, go get mom. 30 seconds later, my mother was covered in raw egg, yelling at my father. My brother is confused and in tears. Problem? And Hebrew Hammer TN writes, I still call my dad an asshole over this one. When I was around four or five years old, I discovered the joys of pineapples. After all, they are delicious. I got to eat pineapples out of the can, but had only ever seen a pictures of a real pineapple. Being a kid, at some point I asked where the cans came from and how they were made. My dad, without missing a beat, told me they came from inside the pineapples. I, of course, did not believe him and asked again, and he assured me that they did, in fact, come from out of the pineapple. I got frustrated and dropped it. About a week later, my dad comes home from work, and to my absolute joy, has a pineapple with him. He reminds me of our conversation about the pineapples and the cans and puts the pineapple on the counter in the kitchen. He then proceeds to cut into it and there's a fucking pineapple can in the middle of the pineapple. I mean, it fit perfectly in there like a seed would. My little four or five-year-old brain was shocked. So for about a week, that's what I believed. They finally let me in on the gag and I was a little annoyed. About three years ago, I brought it up with my dad and he told me how he cut open the pineapple and spent about an hour cutting and reapproximating the pineapple slices so they would fit in, then glued the pineapple back together. Together. I just called my dad and asked him to scan the picture, so I will try to post it tonight as proof. TLDR, my IQ was subpar when I was young. My dad convinced me that pineapple cans grew inside pineapples. My dad is an asshole. Brackets, not really. He is actually awesome. Smiley face emoticon. And Antosin adds, laughing at the mental image of your dad buying a pineapple and can, going to work, carefully decorking a pineapple, inserting the can, getting some glue, gluing the pineapple back together, and somewhere along the line, a coworker goes in and asks, quote unquote, what are you doing, Bob? And your dad says, quote unquote, fucking with my kid. And the coworker says, quote unquote, nice, and walks away. And another deleted user adds, similar planned trolling. My dad handed me the camera, and I took a picture of him standing next to our Christmas tree. Brackets, maybe a week before Christmas. When the Polaroid came out, he was surrounded by presents in the picture. They were covering the floor. I looked all over for these quote-unquote invisible presents but found none. Years later when I asked about it, he said he had taken the picture days beforehand with all the presents set up. I just switched the two while I was waiting for my picture to develop. And, and Mr. Zero Sparkle writes... At least your dad let you know he was fooling with your head. My dad told me the orange balls on high-power telephone lines were basketballs being grown. I believed him for years. And another deleted poster adds, When I was around 12, I thought it would be funny to startle my dad when he was coming in the house after work. I hid in the sewing room downstairs and waited for him to come in through the garage door. The room was pretty dark. My dad opens the door, takes a few steps in. That's when I spring out of my hiding place wearing a goblin mask. He jumps up in the air, lets out a man bellow of fear, and without pause starts grasping at his chest and pulling at his shirt and tie. He falls to the floor, gasping for air and grabbing at his chest. I immediately go to his side, freaking out and screaming, quote-unquote, Dad, Dad, I'm sorry. Oh, God, I'm sorry. Are you okay? Before my eyes, my dad expires. I am crying. Then he opens his eyes, sits up, and starts laughing at me before asking, quote-unquote, What's for dinner? I thought I had caused my dad to have a heart attack. And another deleted poster adds, LOL, when I was small, I surprised my dad and he kicked me in the chest. It didn't really hurt. It was more of a, this is Sparta kick. But man, was I surprised. After he made sure I was okay, he laughed his ass off. 
And Neon Noodle adds, On car trips, if it was raining, my dad would stop the rain for exactly one second. We'd always ask him to do it again, but he said, quote-unquote, later. Do you know how long it took me to realize he was driving under a bridge? True underbridge trolling. And Nichiren writes, My dad told me a similar story when he convinced my sister he could predict exactly when the stoplight was going to turn green. She didn't believe him at first, but he called it every single time to the point where my sister believed him to be a magician. Of course, it was just a matter of looking at the cross-traffic light to see when that one turned red. And I have a calculator ads. Used to get baked as fuck when I was 16. Dad started getting suspicious. Laying on the couch watching TV high as fuck, Dad walks in, stops, stands, and stares at the TV. I look over at him. He stands there for a good five minutes, completely silent, staring at the TV. Suddenly, he slowly turns his head to me and says, quote-unquote, all the pieces are falling into place continues to stare silently at me as he walks backwards out of the room. Jesus Christ, I'm too high for this shit right now. And Andrew Smith, 1986, writes, So I just walk in from a hard day of play in the yard. I must have been about 10 years old. I open the freezer, looking for a popsicle, and see an oasis, a Gatorade bottle which appears to have freezing cold water in it. I grab it, open it, and start chugging. With that giant Gatorade mouth opening, I could let it down in a few seconds. I hear laughter, and then it hit me. This was no Gatorade. This is vodka. I rush to the sink and proceed to vomit up everything I had ever eaten. My dad can barely keep himself from falling. When he finally composes himself, he says, quote unquote, well, at least I know you won't be stealing my alcohol. Asshole, dad. The joke's on you. I'm a drunk now. And PV underscore writes, same thing happened to me, man. I had just walked in from playing cops and robbers on bikes. I was maybe 11 or 12 years old. I look on the counter to see those gallon of Hawaiian punch bottles. I proceeded to uncap it and just start chugging. I instantly realized this was not fruit punch. It was soap. Dishwashing soap. I am now a dishwashing machine. And Blue Bled the Sea writes, I did this with a bottle of miracle Grow my dad had mixed up in an empty milk jug and left on the kitchen counter. I poured myself a glass, thinking it was some sort of Kool-Aid, and was so thirsty that I just pounded it. My dad stood there silently, waiting until I was finished before he informed me what I had drank. The jokes about the day I grew three inches still haven't stopped. And the Cloud 9901 writes, When I was younger, I always had a really irrational fear of sheep. I never knew where I got it from, but every time I saw one, I wanted to curb stomp it. Years later, my mom tells me that when I was a baby, I had a stuffed sheep doll. My dad used to hold it and play it with me, and he would say, quote-unquote, nice sheep, nice sheep, and do licking motions on my little innocent baby face. Then out of nowhere, he would say, quote-unquote, evil sheep, and then have the sheep turn savage, try to, quote-unquote, gore my throat. Yeah, fucking dad. And not underscore that underscore guy writes, I was learning to make paper airplanes and flying them across the living room. My dad said, quote unquote, I bet my airplane will fly farther than yours and grabbed a piece of paper to make one. I threw mine as high and as hard as I could and then turned to see my dad's attempt. He grinned, crumbled up his piece of paper into a ball and threw it. He was right. It did go farther. And Herodotus 22 writes, when I was about five years old, for some ridiculous reason, my dad and I watched Child's Play together. As expected, I was so terrified by that movie that I couldn't sleep or be around dolls of any kind for a very long time. My dad knew how afraid I was of Chucky, so naturally, he went out and bought the good guy Chucky doll for himself. The first time he scared me with it, he put it at the top of the jacket closet so that when I opened the closet, the doll fell on my head. 
After my mom made him quote-unquote throw it out, it started popping up all over the house, especially in my room, always with my dad close by. Quote-unquote problem? And Dolby underscore digital writes, Upvoted because I had the same thing happen to me. Saw the movie when I was way too young, and even though my parents knew I was terrified of Chucky, they proceeded to go out and buy me the fucking replica doll. So they placed this thing on the shelf opposite my bed, and I can't even fall asleep because I can see its creepy face perfectly illuminated by my nightlight. I decided I've had enough, so I grabbed the doll and take it to the backyard and throw it in the trash. Satisfied that I've rid the room of this evil being, I figure it's safe to go to sleep and get a good night's rest. The next morning, I wake up and find the doll is in the same fucking spot on my shelf just staring at me and I proceed to piss myself. Turns out my dad heard me going into the back, saw what I had done, and put the doll back while I was sleeping. And deleted user writes, My family was hardcore about Christmas. They would tear up cotton balls and leave little trails of fluff in and around the chimney where Santa quote-unquote snagged his suit. They would climb into the roof and hit it with a hammer and jingle bells and stuff for when the reindeer landed. Seriously, just way out there. Anyway, one year they found out that my sister and I had planned to catch Santa, so they did the typical staging, but this time they made sure that they made enough noise to fully wake us up. We sneaked downstairs to find Santa putting presents under the tree, and we both gasp. He turns around, startled, and does the Clanta Santa laugh as he commends us on catching him. He then proceeds to tell us this elaborate story about how my parents had caught him when they were kids and how it must run in the family. About halfway through the story, my parents storm out of their bedroom, my father holding one of his rifles and screams at Santa to turn around and put his hands up. My sister and I start yelling and crying about how it's really Santa, and my mother and father cautiously approach him, then start tearing up when they quote-unquote recognize him. Anyway, they talked Santa into letting us get pictures with him in the living room, then rushes to the bed so he can finish his delivery. Santa was my uncle who had come into town a day early and rented a $500 Santa suit just so we could successfully quote-unquote catch Santa. I believed in Santa until I was 11 or 12 because I had the picture to prove it. Edit. My father later admitted to being the one who schemed up the whole thing and even paid for the suit. My mother thought it was cruel. And Somu Kill writes... No, cruel is what my grandfather did to me and my brother one Christmas Eve. Apparently, we were being overly rambunctious and irritating my grandfather, so he decided that there would be no Christmas in our house. He grabbed his shotgun and started going towards the back door saying that he was going to shoot Santa. My brother and I were crying and begging him not to kill Santa. I can still see him walking across the kitchen floor towards the Arcadia door with his shotgun in his arms and my hysterical brother hanging from his leg being dragged along behind. Edit, I failed to mention that my brother was like three at the time. And Lick My Vagina writes, Your grandfather is an asshole. And T-Face adds, My dad and I would have wrestling matches when I was younger. The true goal was to give the other person a wedgie. My dad was pretty strong, and I'd usually end up losing. One time we were wrestling for a few minutes when he said he had to go to the bathroom. He came back a minute or so later and wasn't putting up much of a struggle. I reached down the back of his pants and frantically grabbed for his underwear, thrilled that I was finally going to get him. The reason he went to the bathroom was to remove his underpants. I was enthusiastically groping his bare naked ass for 15 seconds before he burst out laughing as I realized what had happened. And High on Plastic writes, When I was about six years old, I must have been pretty stupid. While in the passenger seat of my dad's car, I asked him what the quote-unquote eject button brackets for audio tapes did. He convinced me that it was the eject button for my seat. The entire ride home, he kept slowly moving his hands towards the button until I'd freak out and slap his hand away. Getting tired of this, I figured screw it and push the button to see what happens. I turned my head with a severe look of disapproval at my dad's game. He just started laughing with the biggest grin on his face. I love my dad. And Body Counters adds, I used to think the hazard button would make the car jump over a chasm like the Dukes of Hazard. And Alan1019 writes, No, no, that was the button to unfurl the wings. 
only every time I asked about it, there were too many trees or power lines around. I finally remembered when we were in the middle of a wide-open stretch of road and nothing. They had rusted up from too many years of disuse. Frowny face emoticon. Final joke was on him, though. As we reached our teenage years, we discovered that if two or three of us sat in the back seat, leaned forward, and then threw ourselves backwards in unison, we could make the front end pop up. I don't know if the front wheels actually left the ground, but certainly didn't help the handling at highway speeds. We called the process quote-unquote, surging. He was always too freaked out about why the car was suddenly bucking to look in the rearview mirror. And T. Fortunato writes, I was about 9 or 10 years old, and my friend Joe and I were upstairs in my bedroom. It was about 7 a.m., and we had just woken up from a sleepover the night before. Downstairs, the house seemed pretty quiet. We didn't think anyone else was awake yet. All of a sudden, we hear a horrible grinding sound, and then my dad screaming in pain coming from downstairs. We run downstairs and hear noise and screaming coming from the kitchen. We go in, the sink is on, the garbage disposal is running, noisily grinding away at something. And though we see my dad, his face is red and he's screaming. He's got his left hand clutched around his right wrist, red liquid dripping down his hand and sleeve. My dad's right hand is reduced to a bloody stump of bone. He's yelling at us, quote unquote, ah, my hand got caught. Call an ambulance, call an ambulance. My friend and I both scream at the top of our lungs. My friend looks like he's about to puke and I'm running around the room in circles, my heart pounding insanely fast, looking for the phone to call 911. After a few seconds, my dad just, my dad just busts out laughing and shows us his right hand unharmed. Apparently, he was preparing to brine a turkey for Thanksgiving dinner the next night. He threw the giblets and some other food in the disposal. He covered the neck bone of the turkey and ketchup and held it up the sleeve of his shirt. I'm 26 and to this day I laugh about it every time I'm making chicken or turkey. I'm hoping one day I can give my kids such quote-unquote fond memories. And Aqua Tri Hunger Force writes, Bjorking. My dad convinced, make that informed, a group of 11-year-old boys that boys, in fact, had a menstrual period that came once every two years during which blood would be evacuated through the head of the penis. This phenomenon is known as Bjorking and is now widely known and feared by all my nephews. And Misto Sparkle writes, So Bjork's wailing is really just 11-year-old boys spraying blood out of their pee holes. My God, it makes so much sense. And Rebecca says adds, for my 13th birthday, we all decided to watch horror movies, then later camp out in my backyard. My dad thought it would be hilarious to terrorize us at 3 a.m. by shaking our tents, then chasing my poor horrified friends around with a fake knife. No one ever slept over at my house again. <laughs> and deleted user ads. When I was younger, my dad used to go sit on the front porch at night and call me outside. After I got there, he would point out into the yard and ask if I heard something. While my attention was turned to looking out into the darkness, he would run inside and lock me out, leaving me by myself, scared of whatever he heard, desperately trying to open the door. And Quasimodo writes, My dad always used to start play fights at the top of the stairs and then dramatically fall down them and have a bag of ketchup stashed up his shirt, which he would rub all over his face, and then sometimes he'd do the zombie thing and chase us around the house. Mostly... He just fell down for lols because obviously we'd all been worried he'd hurt himself. He thought it was hilarious. We're all grown now and had a family party the other day. We heard this commotion and ran to the hall to see what had happened. Everyone's standing around or trying to help while he's moaning, my eye, my eye. He gets up, turns around, holding his eye, and then we realize he's covered in ketchup. He literally burst out laughing and walked away like a boss. TLDR, my dad could have made a fortune as a stunt double. And Mando Calrissian writes, when I was growing up, we had a concrete Donald Duck statue in our backyard. My dad knew that the neighborhood kids, my brothers and I, all thought this thing was pretty creepy. It was pretty far back in the yard, and one day he moved it in about a foot closer to the house. 
Every so often, he would move it another foot or so, making me really paranoid and thinking I was seeing things. Sometimes he would move it really close to the house, and when we would run to tell someone, he would move it back to where it was. My dad thought it was hilarious. Eventually, we were all convinced it was possessed, so we smashed it, and each kid took a piece to bury in their own yard all over the neighborhood. Good times. And another deleted user adds, When my younger brother was little, we used to play with the empty plastic creamer cups they'd give out at diners for coffee. My dad liked his light and sweet, so he had quite a few he'd give to my brother. He'd just sit there and squeeze them, and he'd be entertained until his food came. Then one time we were at Denny's, and my dad gave him a full one, probably just to see what he'd do with it. He picked it up and put it right in front of his face and squeezed it just like he usually did, but this time the creamer went directly all over his face. He looked like a ghost. Cream is pretty heavy, so he just kind of sat there. The entire restaurant was silently staring at him as he began to shriek and cry. It was spectacular. Also, when I was little, I had a big thing for cars, muscle cars, Ferraris, Corvettes, whatever. My dad had a Firebird Trans Am, which he'd take me out in on special occasions since it was too small for everyone in the family to fit in. Then we'd pull into our gravel driveway. He'd always do a little burnout and tell me to jump out of the car to touch the patch to see if it was hot. It never was. Frowny face emoticon. This is more of him trolling himself, but it was still really funny. For some reason, he had a really powerful suction cup. I can't remember what it was for. I think it was for holding something on his car or the fridge or whatever. Anyway, he was curious about how powerful it was, so he stuck it on his forehead. It was so stuck on there, it was worse than glue. He started pulling at it, which was the worst mistake he made, and after a few hours of walking around the house trying to find things to use to pry it off, he got it. It left behind a throbbing red circle right in the middle of his forehead, which lasted for weeks. We went to church with it like that. I miss my dad. Frowny face emoticon. <laughs> and Mike underscore Burke writes, I've got a couple. One, my dad was lecturing us kids about how we never went out and picked up our dog's droppings in the lawn. He said he couldn't take it anymore and ran outside and started shoving dog crap in his mouth. It turned out that my mom made brownies while we were at school and my dad had spent the day shaping them like poo and scattering them around the lawn. Another time, a police helicopter was flying over our neighborhood. Apparently, there was a thief that was running for cops. My dad proceeded to run outside pretending to be hiding from the helicopter. He zigzagged around our backyard and pretended to break into our shed. Then he casually raved at the copter and walked back into the house. A cop stopped by and my mom had to do a lot of explaining. My dad is very tan and half Japanese, which in Texas was enough for ignorant white people to mistake him as being a Hispanic. When I was about five or six, we were getting our pool installed and my dad, brackets wearing some ratty clothes, walked out to inspect the work. The contractor in charge mistook him for an employee and ordered him to get back to tiling. My dad immediately ran into the pool and started tiling. After about 20 minutes, he walked back to the house to grab a Diet Coke. The pool guy freaked out about him going into the house, and my dad finally revealed the truth. He just laughed as the guy feverishly tried to apologize. And Doveville writes, My dad used to mess around with me a lot, but nothing that really sticks out to me. Mostly just embarrass me in front of strangers and family by saying I have a crush on some woman walking by. Small things like that, but I do remember the day he stopped messing around with me and how I became the dominant male in the family. One night, he decided to get me with a tickle attack. He picked me up and wouldn't stop tickling my sides. It was becoming unbearable, so I had to do something. I focused as hard as I could and began to piss myself slash all over him. Once he realized it, he threw me to the floor and yelled for a good hour. Now he cowers in fear as I walk by. And deleted user ads. 
I guess I was about 10 to 12 years old. I was complaining to my parents about them treating me like a child. Brackets. I really felt like an adult. I wanted them to stop telling me to watch out for obvious dangers or scold me for not doing things exactly like they wanted. It was during Easter and either my mom or dad used to hide a huge Easter egg somewhere in the house for me to find. The night before, my dad went to the loft with something in a very crunchy bag like the Easter eggs come in. I was in the room next to the stairs, so I heard everything. The morning after, I went immediately up there to find my Easter egg. I searched for hours around the house but found nothing. My dad had gone to work so I couldn't contact him and my mom said she didn't know where the egg was. I searched for the goddamn egg until about 7 p.m. when my dad got home and found me crying under some table searching and searching for the egg. When I asked him where he put the egg, he said that there was no egg. When I asked him why there was no egg, he answered, quote unquote, son, this is what adulthood is like. And Mavis Bacon writes, my dad was walking through the park with my sister brackets three or four at the time, who picked up a fallen tree branch and asked if they could plant it in the front yard, which they did. After she went to bed, he went and bought an actual tree and planted it in place of the branch, forgetting about the whole thing until she was about 16. She was arguing with a friend of hers and asked him to verify that you could, in fact, plant branches and they would grow into full trees. Quote, unquote, yeah, about that. And Large Marge sent me, wrote, my dad once got in an argument with my then four-year-old cousin because he was trying to convince her that the planes that fly along the beach with advertisements were actually being pushed by the banners. This ended in my cousin telling me, quote-unquote, your dad is an idiot. Once another cousin who was eating chicken nuggets for the first time said, quote-unquote, these are good, what's in them? My dad immediately replied, quote-unquote, fish. This cousin did not eat chicken nuggets for several years after that. And not Annie adds, when I was six or seven, my dad decided to put a Cornish game hen inside our Thanksgiving turkey. When carving the turkey, he acted surprised at the small bird inside and told me that we had killed a pregnant bird. After crying for, after crying for a minute, it dawned on me that birds lay eggs. It was catastrophic for a six-year-old girl who always believed slash trusted her dad that we killed a pregnant bird with her baby. And deleted user adds, I had to have been about seven years old when this happened. I had just seen Independence Day and was obsessed with aliens. After weeks of pestering, I finally get my dad to agree to let me watch the X-Files with him. With about five minutes left in the show, he declares that he's tired and going to bed and that I'm a big boy now and can put myself to bed. Deciding to stay in his good graces as soon as the show is over, I walk down the hallway and into my room. I put on my PJs, turn out the light, and get in bed. About ten minutes later, just as I'm starting to fall asleep, I feel my bed shake a little. I get kind of creeped out, so I yell, quote-unquote, Dad, I need your help! From beneath my bed, I hear in the deepest, darkest, most black metal voice ever, quote-unquote, Your daddy can't save you now, child. Evil Emperor. But anyway, arms fly out from one side of the bed, grab me, and pull. I fall off the bed and am now face-to-face -face with what I thought was a monster under my bed. I ran out of the room screaming and hid in the kitchen closet. Turns out it was just my dad in a rubber Halloween mask. I still check under the bed before getting in it. Fifteen years later. And Grimister writes, Dad walks in from work, hands me a paper sack, brackets lunch bag, quote-unquote, here. I'm thinking, quote-unquote, yay, candy. I open it up. A five-foot-long fucking corn snake erupts out of the bag. Tables turn, though. There is now a five-foot-long fucking corn snake loose in the house. Granddad, wearing his barn neutering young male pigs, we get it done and head inside for lunch. My granddad cooks up some eggs and pork and toast, and we sit down to eat. Smells good. I cut a piece of meat, chew and chew and chew and chew. Quote, unquote, this is kind of tough. What kind of meat is this? He just stares at me as he eats his. TLDR, dad hangs me a bag with a snake in it. Granddad feeds me pig testicles. And Burger Fist adds, 
riding in the car with my dad. Dad. Hey, you see that? Brackets, random object or landmark over there? Kid me. Yeah. Brackets, expecting some cool story about it. Dad. Me too. And Pertz adds, When I was 12 or so, my dad and I went to, quote-unquote, the X, brackets, a big yearly fair in Toronto, amusement park rides, etc. He had some knee surgery a couple of months ago, and so was using a cane. He decided on the streetcar to act blind since he had a cane and sunglasses. He spent the first hour at the X tapping his cane along the ground and bumping into shit. I was extremely mortified. Starting when we got free admission and special gates opened up for us at the front entrance. In retrospect, it was, in retrospect, it was funny. But at the time incredibly embarrassing and deleted user ads i would be in the passenger seat of the car and my dad would tell me quote unquote look i'm driving with my eyes closed and when i looked at him he had his eyes closed and was speeding down the road i remember shrieking at the top of my lungs and hitting the dash but he never crashed i learned a lot later in life he just had one eye closed and the other one was on the road still to this day i do not trust my father behind the wheel when we are driving worst part about it he has the same car from when i was really little so i have like ptsd whenever i'm inside and Mexican Redditor writes, Back when I was nine years old, I used to play with my Sega Genesis for about 10 hours daily. The day my mom bought me Sonic 3, my dad decided to hide the controllers because he was mad that I played video games all day. After hours of begging him to let me play video games, he says he will give me back the controllers if I did some chores. That day, I washed the dishes, cleaned the bathrooms, mopped the floors, and so on. A total of three hours of housework around the house. Did he let me play Sonic 3? Yeah, he did. For fucking 30 minutes. And Hip Lester writes, My dad once grabbed a caterpillar and dropped it down my bathing suit thinking it would be funny. Turns out it was a poisonous caterpillar, and I got stung all over my dick. And Sweet M writes, I was convinced that my dad could tell my brother and I were sleepy just by smelling us when he hugged us. He would hug us and say, quote unquote, Phew, someone smells sleepy. And Sakura PDX writes, When I was a child, I had this irrational fear of going through the car wash. I think it was the rotating brushes scraping against the car and the big ominous curtain thing that swallowed the car hole. One time, my dad pulls into the car wash with me. We're nearing the end and I'm feeling relieved because it's almost over. Then I get a blast of hot, loud air right in the side of my face. My dad rolled down the window right when I was passing the dryer. It scared the shit out of me. I cried for at least five minutes. Asshole. And Bees writes, My dad would always grab my hand and try to get me to brush it against a person's butt when we were standing behind people, especially an elevator. And finally, the 48th American adds, This thread has made the prospect of having a kid more appealing than anything else to date. Okay, well... Boy, dads, there sure are, they sure are jerks. I'm sure my children would tell you the same thing. I bother them quite a bit and have done my own set of really dumb and never-ending trolls. It's quite delightful. My dad, I don't, he wasn't a big prankster per se. He did enjoy a good joke, but uh, other than making a woman who worked for us eat packing peanuts telling her that it was popcorn. I don't think he was a big prankster. He once did throw a unrolled coil of sausage at me after I scared him telling me that it was a snake. And it did scare me. I was like, why is he throwing a snake on me? What are you going to do? Dads. Anyway, good. I think that's going to do it for this episode of Lou Reads the Internet for you. I, it's been too long. I made you wait too long. And now, here it's the end. My name's Lou. This has been Lou Reads the Internet for you. Best dad troll stories from Reddit edition. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye.